despised the shame and is set down on the right hand of Almighty God. Our Father and our God, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. We come, Lord God, confessing that we are wrong and you are right. We are weak, but thou art strong. At our best, we are faithless, but thou art faithful. Now, God, as we empty ourselves by grace, fill us till we want no more. Speak to us through your word. Move the preacher out of the way. Convict, convince, if need be, convert. In Jesus' name. And we're going to celebrate who you are. Amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. And all that's within me. Bless his holy name. I remember in the 60s, I used to go up to my grandmother's house, South Philly. She, she was the matriarch of the family. She was, she was a walking, yielded vessel. Never finished school. Came to Philadelphia in 1922 from South Carolina. Good, godly woman sitting there in the kitchen fanning at 95 degrees, sweat running off her. And I would come up there and talk to her. I wouldn't say just talk to her. She'd sit there and close eyes and listen to me. And she kept telling me the same thing. Her answer to everything was, I dare you to trust him. That's all she would say. I dare you, dare you to trust the master. And I, uh, I used to look at her and say, wow, dare you to trust Jesus. He'll work it out, won't he? He'll work it out. Whatever Satan works in, Jesus will work it out. Can I get a witness? Bless his name. Giving honor to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, to co-labors in the gospel behind me to officers, friends, members of our great church. Thank you, Alina, for coming up on my behalf. I appreciate it. Praise the name of Jesus. We love you. We thank God for you. And today, 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 I want to pose a question. And the question will lead us into some deep waters this morning. The conflict that's within us and this is not a question, this is a statement, then I'll get to the question. The conflict that is within us cannot curtail the conquering that comes from without us. And the reason our conflict cannot curtail our conquering is because Jesus is carrying us. He's carrying us. 
prophet in the Old Testament said to Israel that God has borne you on eagles' wings. I'm going to approach this portion of scripture not only meditatively but educationally looking at the historicity, the context, the characters, the grammar, the setting. Uh, look at this and walk away with something about God. That God does not need us to bring anything to the table. Because he is the table. Uh, and, 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 and in this, what I'm about to deal with today is a familiar passage of scripture where God is totally in control. Totally in all control. Turn to Judges chapter 6. Judges chapter 6, we've been here before. I want to kind of expedite certain parts of this and get to the real meaty part of Judges chapter 6, Judges after Joshua, and Judges, I believe, is before 1 Samuel. Amen. Uh, Judges chapter 6. Amen. And uh, <clears throat> Lord have mercy. Hmm. Verse 12. And the angel of the Lord, this is a Christophany. It's Jesus Christ pre-incarnate. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto him and said unto him, The Lord is with thee, thou mighty man of valor. This, this phrase is a contradiction to the context. That God is calling us something we are not. And I don't know about you, but I, I have had to fight a whole lot of conflict. Not outside, not in the church, not so much from my history, but in me. Amen. We, we are filled Amen. with conflict and contradiction. Hmm. Throughout the Bible, God performs the miraculous and mind-blowing manifestations through, through people who, listen to this, who are limited and liable within themselves. What was read in your hearing in 1 Corinthians 2, that God chooses the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. God specializes in scooping up nothing. And, 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 and before we become narcissistic and self-centered and uh, think we got it all together, what God specializes in is taking nothing and bringing his presence, power, and person and make the nothing something in order to reach everybody. Do I have a witness? Jesus said, unless you become dead like a seed, he can't do anything with you. We, we, we've got to be reduced to nothing before God will dare 
use us. Lord, had mercy. And, 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 and the more limited these people were, the greater level of latitude that God did in their lives. That when we begin to look at Noah, the Bible says, Noah, Noah, amen, him, it was eight of them, Noah uh, found grace in the sight of God. And because he found grace, God had him build an ark with some real specific dimensions. Do I have a witness? And, and, and the, Bible, the, Bible, the Bible says, amen, that, uh, 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 that Joshua had uh, prayed, now listen to this, and God held the sun in place, allowing the earth to back up on his axis to give Joshua more light so he could kill the enemy. Because <laughs> he couldn't fight at night. So God, God, God says, you know what, I'm going to do something that's supernatural. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and the Bible says in Numbers 22, and I, I preached this numerous years across the street, that God used a jackass to preach. A dumb donkey. A donkey couldn't talk. And you know the story about Balak and Balaam. And uh, Balak went to Balaam. Balaam was a prophet of God. And he gave him a money gift. Do I have a witness? And he told him to curse Israel because whatever the prophet said, that came to be. Curse Israel, but every time he tried to curse him, God would bless him. And so the disobedient prophet got on the donkey and was riding the donkey. And as they going up the highway, the donkey saw something that uh, the prophet didn't see. He saw Jesus Christ in the middle of the road with a flaming sword. And he's getting ready to kill Balaam. And the donkey turned out of the way and he started hitting the donkey. And the donkey said, why are you hitting me? I'm trying to save your backside. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so the donkey opened his dumb mouth and began to speak to the prophet. Now, what made this story so, uh, so, so deep is that the prophet was speaking back to the donkey. No, no, child of God, child of God, I know some of y'all drink, but look, if, you, if a donkey started opening his mouth speaking to you, Lord, and you speaking back to the donkey, something's wrong. God gave lions who were hungry, Lockjaw and Daniel, let oil flow under Elisha after the oil had stopped. Lord, have mercy. In Chronicles, let a multitude of angels in their glory pull out swords against the enemies of Israel. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and Genesis 6 tells us, and I don't want to deal with this, Genesis 6 tells us that the angels, according to Jude, they kept not their first estate. God chained in Tartarus in hell. They had chained up a detachment of angels, the Nephilim, those that produced giants in the land. Can I get a witness? So all through the Bible, God did some real spectacular supernatural things to prove who he was. But here in, here in Judges, there are 14 judges, including the last one, Samuel. Samuel was the first prophet and the last judge. And what differentiates this from Joshua? And you got to hear this. Moses brought Israel out of Egypt, two and a half million people, towards the promised land. God didn't let Moses go in the promised land. He had him on Mount Nebo. He looked into the promised land. Do I have a witness? And then God miraculously hid Moses' body. 
Jude tells us that Satan was looking for the body and couldn't find it. Can I get a witness? Uh, are y'all with me? And, and, and the, Bible, the Bible says that uh, un the understudy of Moses was Joshua. Joshua. Joshua was not an administrator. Joshua was a military warrior. His job was to go into the promised land and kill. Can I get a witness? And so Joshua, amen, in the beginning of Joshua it says, and Moses my servant is dead. Now go in. Are y'all with me? But in the, at the end of Joshua going into Judges, it says Joshua is dead. Lord have mercy. And, 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 and the thrust of the text is that before Joshua died, he saw, amen, an apostasy in Israel. So Joshua made his last address and he stood up and said, as for me and my house, we gonna serve the Lord. Don't, don't expect the church to get more spiritual. Nah, no, the church is going to fall away. Don't expect the church to get like it was when you were growing up. It ain't happening. Do I have a witness? There, there were people in this society, in this world, who were right on with Jesus Christ. Do I have a witness? I, I don't, I'm, I'm telling my age, but when I was growing up in South Philly, I, there was nothing open on Sunday. There wasn't a thing. There, wasn't, there, there were no malls. The movies was open. The Penny Arcade may have been open, but there, there was nothing open on Sunday. There was no, amen, bars and clubs and casinos open on Sunday. Do I have a witness? Because it was the Lord's Day. Uh, society had already sanctioned that, amen, Sunday was for the Lord. Do I have a witness? Now, some of y'all have speakeasies out there, but we ain't talking about you. The fact of the matter is, is that Sunday was, uh, Sunday was seen as a high holy day of worship. And I remember everybody coming out of that door going to church. Uh, do I have a witness? Uh, yeah, I remember those good old days of yesteryear where church was packed out. Uh, choirs were singing. Can I get, ushers were ushering. People were shouting. Chicken was cooking. I mean, you know what I'm talking about. I, I remember... I don't remember any kids being allowed to stay at home. Uh, let me leave that one alone. I, I, I don't remember. Lord, have mercy. Even the winos would show respect to the women by tilting their hat. Do I have a witness? There was something about Sunday that belonged to Jesus. Do I have a witness? And child, and child, and child, and child, and child of God, if you, you didn't go to church, you didn't go out. Do I have a witness? If you're sick at 11 o'clock, you were still sick at 4 o'clock. Do I have a witness? They, they didn't. They didn't play that. We look at this text. Mm. 14 judges, 6 military. I, I, I love the historicity. Shapatheum is a Greek, is a Hebrew term, which means these judges weren't judges in the judicial sense with black robes and gavins and high benches. They were deliverers. That there was a cycle that Israel would rebel and fall into sin. And then when they rebelled and fall into sin, God would send retribution. 
God would allow Gentile nations to rise up and persecute Israel. Do I have a witness? Yeah, and, and then they would cry out and repent, and then God would raise up a deliverer. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so when we look at the history here, we, we understand that there were 14 judges, 13 in the book, and, and, and it's interesting because Othniel was the first judge. He, listen, he was the younger brother of Kenez who, who wanted to marry Caleb's daughter because Caleb said, whoever takes this over, I'm going to give my daughter to. And he, he volunteered. Othniel then Ehud was a left-handed Benjamite. Can I get against Moab? And then it goes right on down the line, child of God. And then when you look at Deborah or Deborah, she was a judge because Barak was scared to fight. And so the word Deborah means uh, amen B, B-E-E, -E, because in, in, in near, near a beehive, when it gets real hot, the bees come out of the hive and all of them flap their wings to cool it down. So Deborah was a cooling down of heat. When she took out Cicero, do I have a witness? Uh, you go home and read it. And then, then, then there was J.R. and uh, Jeff Nuna and, and others, Samson. But, 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 but here, but here, but here is the judge called Gideon. Gideon, Gideon, uh, Jerubbabel, Gideon, Gideon. And God said, I'm angry with Israel because of three things. One, you have forsaken me. Yeah, you, you have gone after other gods. You have played the harlot. You, yeah, you have learned their ways. You have intermarried to their unbelieving women and men. Yeah, and you cannot see yourself the way you ought to see yourself. So I'm going to judge you. And, and, and one of the things, uh, uh, Dr. Bettner, that I realized about the history here before we jump into the text is that Joshua was entering the promised land by grace through faith. The entering means getting saved. We had nothing to do with it. For by grace are you saved through faith, amen, and that faith is not yours, the gift of God, lest any man should both. So us entering into the realm of heaven, we had nothing to do with it. We were elected, we were predestinated, uh, we, we were chosen, do I have a witness? But once you get in the land, you're not entering, God says here's how you enjoy your salvation. Through two, through two vehicles, faithfulness and obedience. And, 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 and child of God, when you get in this land and you're not faithful to God and you're not obedient to God, you're going to feel just like you are still under the enemy's hand. There are no blessings for you if you're not faithful. See, you, you cannot earn your salvation, but you got to earn your blessings. Do I have a witness? Come on, now y'all can talk back to me. So the bottom line is, when we begin to look at this text, look at chapter 1, verse 1 real quick. I need to build this case before I move in. Now, after the death of Joshua, so Joshua just died, it came to pass that the children of Israel asked the Lord, saying, who shall go up for us against the Canaanites first to fight against them? Now stop, because... Joshua had gone into the land and fought, but they'd left in place pockets of enemies. Mm -hmm. It is extraordinary, Luella, how this text comes alive. Ephesians and Joshua lock like hand and glove. Your inheritance in Christ. 
Can I get a witness? But when you get to Joshua, I mean, we get to Judges, God is saying, now, now you're in, and what you need to do is put away and destroy all the enemies of your flesh, or they're going to come back and haunt you. Do I have a witness? It's, it's, it's in here. So they didn't, they didn't completely take out the Canaanites, and now they were learning the ways of the Canaanites. They were worshiping to the Canaanites. They were intermarrying with the Canaanites. They were turning against God uh, for the Canaanites. And, 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 and the Lord called Judah, the, the uh, large tribe of praise, verse 2. He told Judah, go on in. Judah, a son of Leah, and Judah said, can Simeon go with me, one of my blood brothers? And God was saying, you don't need Simeon. But Judah was saying, we're afraid. Yeah. Simeon was a small tribe. Uh -huh. I'm, I'm just trying to build a scenario here. And, and when you look at the context here, verse 4, Judah went up and the Lord delivered the Canaanites, Preserites, into their hand. And they slew. And, 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 and as you read the first four chapters, what did they, sl sl how did they slay them? Listen to this. They cut off their thumbs so they couldn't hold a sword. And they cut their big toes so they couldn't run. So when you can't hold a sword and you can't run, you a dead duck. Can I get a witness? And, 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 and so, child of God, as you begin to put this narrative together, here we go in the sixth chapter because, now hang on, I've, Ophniel's the first three chapters, and amen, Deborah is the fourth chapter, her and Barak. Do I have a witness? Deborah sings a song of victory in chapter five, and here we go to chapter six, and the children of Israel, here's the cycle, did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them in the hands of Midian seven years. Now, now wait a minute, who is Midian? I'm glad you asked. Abraham's first wife was Sarah. She died, he, mar he married a woman called Keturah. Keturah had six sons, one of them was Midian. They weren't too fond of Abraham's relatives. Lord have mercy. You know there's people in your own household that will haunt you? Do I have a witness? Leave that one alone. Your enemy is not always far away. Sometimes your enemy's right up on you, sleeping with the enemy. Sometimes your enemy is right up on you, working with the enemy. Some, sometimes, just sometimes, you're your own enemy. Aren't we full of conflict? Come on now, I, I know, I know. When, if I'm being honest with you, I got conflict. Oh, I've had conflict all my life. Conflict. Conflict. And when conflict is within you, James 4.1, where's all this hell coming from? From within you. When conflict is within you, only the Spirit of God can root this stuff out. Because you know what we tend to do, we tend to blame others for our conflict. Adam said, the woman you gave me, she made me fall. That's interesting. And, 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 and so here, here we are. And the children of Israel, chapter 6, 1, did evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. 
And, and the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel, meaning Israel couldn't get out of this stuff. Now, let, let, me, let me build this case so that we, we can understand the peculiarity of this man, Gideon, because he is, like us, a total contradiction. Aren't we, aren't we a contradiction? We are. We got contradictory ways. One day we say, God bless you. Next day we allowed to say something else. Can I get a witness? Pull out a track and say, I would like you to go to heaven next week. Do I have a witness? We, um, aren't, we, aren't we contradictory of ourselves? That's why our children are messed up. They've been watching us. It's a learned behavior. So you come to church talking about praise ye him. And then you're on the phone cussing somebody out or talking down somebody, and they, they hear all that. Do I have a witness? Uh, no, I'm not talking about you. It just didn't start. This was back in the 50s too. Come on now. Thou shalt not lie. Doorbell ring, tell them I ain't home. Remember that? Remember that? Remember that? Y'all understand how this, how this stuff comes about. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. The first thing we see is the peculiarity with Gideon's call, his disclosure, God's promise. Now, 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 home in, home in on verse, come on, go back up. And the Lord sent a prophet to the children of Israel, which said unto them, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, I brought you out of Egypt. I brought you forth out of the house of bondage. I delivered you out of the hand of the Egyptians, out of the hand of all that oppressed you, and drove them out from before you and gave you their land. So the first thing, turn to your neighbor and say, we are on borrowed promises. The land really wasn't yours. I gave you the land. And you know what? See, it's not until you and I come to the place that we understand that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, that God owns everything. You got folk running in the church talking about, well, I, I don't want to give that. This is my money, my job. You fool. Whatever you have, God gave it to you. And your job is to manage it according to the word so he can give you more. Y'all ain't getting this picture. Can I get a witness? Child, child of God, if I, if I live a life where I own nothing but God owns everything, then I'm apt to walk in wisdom before the Lord. Do I have a witness? Now, 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 child of God, just look at this man's call. Verse 10, I said unto you, I am the Lord your God. Fear not the gods of the Amorites in whose land ye dwell, but you have not obeyed my voice. And there came an angel of the Lord, Christophany, Jesus Christ reincarnate, sat under an oak which was in Ophrah that pertaineth unto Joaz, amen, the Abirazite, and his son Gideon threshed wheat by the wine press and began to hide it, he scared, from the Midianites. Now let's, let's put this picture together. And Gideon said, verse 13, O my Lord, if the Lord be with us, why has all this happened to us? Now let me stop. See, we, see a preacher's job is to make the scriptures come alive. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God didn't ask you to get up here and defend him. He don't need no defense. 
He's God. He owes us no explanation. He owes us nothing. Can I get a witness? I, I don't know. In my conflict, I have asked God. I've been trying to be faithful for 30 years. I've denied myself. My body has gotten sick. I work overtime. I tithe over 10%. I, get, I, I try to keep your word. Why do you allow the enemy to come after me? Oh, y'all, don't, don't get on Gideon. Don't get on Gideon. See, see, the first thing we do is start thinking about what we've done, supposedly, for the Lord. And that, and that, ought, to, that ought to give us some support to the Lord why he allowed all this hell in our lives. And by the way, the closer you get to Jesus, the more hell breaks out anyhow. Can I get a witness? Don't, don't, don't think the closer you get that the devil starts pulling back. No, no, just the, the closer you get, the devil starts advancing. But, but, but Jesus said, I, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I, you. You need not worry about him. Can I, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the spirit of the Lord will stand up against him. So check out this man's calling. I was saying this morning to the preachers. Ain't no, ain't no weight on them. They sitting behind me. Ain't no weight on them at all. The weight's on me. I'm the Episcopos. I'm the Poimen. I'm the Presbyteros. I ain't cussing. I'm trying to say something in the Greek here. When I was under my pastor, the pressure was on him, wasn't on me. How the bill's going to get paid, how this going to happen, how that's going to happen, how the ministry's going to survive, how, how the administration's going to be booed. That's on the pastor. That's right. But if you're sitting behind me and God's going to call you right. to pastor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeremiah 12.5 said, if you have walked with footmen and they have tired you out, what are you going to do against horses? And if you're struggling in a creek, what are you going to do when the Jordan overflows? I wish I had a witness up in here. If you can't fight kindergarten demons... How in the world are you going to fight principalities and powers and dominions and thrones? You getting upset because one member says something bad about you. What you going to do when 500 are saying something bad about you? Hmm. Yeah. As, as it was in numbers, we were in our own sight as grasshoppers. God's call don't always match our, listen to this, confidence. Sometimes God's calling you and you sitting there in conflict saying, how in the world is this going to work out? I had real worries when I got called. I'm not just talking about to the pastor. I'm not talking about the ministry. I'm talking about call to salvation in my mind. I was struggling with stuff. Do I have a witness in the house? Fleshly stuff. I mean, struggling all over the place, falling and getting weak. How in the world am I going to leave others when I'm being knocked down every day? And you got you to gotta count the things you keep hiding. 
to give you a clear picture of where you are spiritually. Leave that one alone. We got some dark closets, Doc. And 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 so and so and so, child of God, look at his calling. His calling, his calling, and his confidence does not match. Look, look right here, and 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 he says, Lord, why, why is all this befalling us? And where are all the miracles which our fathers told us of? How you brought them out of Egypt? But now the Lord has. Now look at this. See, this is what a immature carnal man is. The Lord has forsaken us. When we fall into the hands of the enemy, the Lord has not forsaken us. The Lord's testing us. Do I have a witness? Hey, hang in there, 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 hang in there. And, 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 and so what we see is a man of fear, verse 11, a man of faithlessness, 14 and 15, a man, amen, of fascination, verse 16. And the Lord said unto him, surely I will be with thee, and you shall smite all the Midianites, listen to this, as one man. Now he really messed up. As one man. As one man. Um, this call, Lord have mercy. A man who has a failure of faith, a man who can't see what God sees in his call, a total trust transfer, transformation through the almighty God. That is, just, just what has God called you to do? And that call is always matched by conflict. My God. In the name of Jesus. Always. The devil messes us up because what the devil does to stop you from serving is to intimidate you that somebody that's not saved going to find out the truth about you. And then you're going to come off as a hypocrite. Well, we come off as a hypocrite anyhow. It's okay. Keep moving. In the name of Jesus. Do I have a witness? Well, I, I, I can't seem to stop smoking. I can't seem to stop this. God didn't ask you to stop nothing. God asked you. Amen, to follow him, person, in the power of his resurrection. That's what God asked you to do. Praise the name of Jesus. Just in the call, we are in conflict in our call. He walked past, he walked past Peter, James, and John and said, follow me. He walked past uh, uh, Matthew, Levi, the receipt of custom, follow me. All Jesus said was follow me. They got up and left their nets and followed him. Can I get a witness? Uh, he, he didn't say, my God didn't say, stop this, stop this, stop this, stop this, and then come back. He didn't say that. He said, follow me. Because, see, the inference is, as you follow me, I'm going to deal with all that anyhow. Can I get a witness? As you get up by faith and follow me, I'm going to bring healing to your hurts. Come on now, I'm preaching up in this place. I'm, I'm, I'm going to bring justification to your junk. I'm going to renew you and remold you and remake you, and I'm going to heal your historical issues. Just follow me. There was a lot of peculiarity in this call. My God, this call, this call, this call. I was saying this morning. Of course, she wasn't here. Uh, Sister Gordon, years ago, got her master's degree, went down to Texas to work at Texas Instruments years, and she came back to Philly, 
I was in the pulpit at 19th Street. And uh, she looked up in the pulpit and said, boy, they let anybody preach. <laughs> interesting, isn't it? Isn't it interesting how one sinner would dare take a shot at another sinner? Isn't that, isn't that, isn't that interesting, Jackie? Love you to death, baby. It's all right. Amen. Uh, it's only one Gordon. You're right. Gideon's call was peculiar. And your call is peculiar. Because you cannot fathom how you're going to do what God is asking you to do. Because you keep measuring yourself by yourself, with yourself. Can I get a witness? And you can't see it. Do I have a witness? And all God wants you to do is be faithful. Lord, have me. I, 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 I just wish I, faithful and obedient. I'm faithful and obedient, and I can enjoy the land. I preach just as hard to 20 people as I do to thousands. Why? Because I ain't preaching for you. I'm preaching for him. And, and the same truth with the same, come on, a, 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 a enthusiasm comes out of my mouth. I don't need the building packed to preach with power. I, I don't need a whole bunch of people jumping up, saying amen, running up down the house. I can preach to that club. Can I get a witness? And, and if everybody leave and just one person is here, I still preach hard. Because when two or three are gathering his name, he's right in the midst. You got to learn to cut off the cosmetics. You got to learn to cut off the entertainment. You got to learn to cut off what people think about you and be what the Lord wants you to be. Be faithful. Be faithful. If you've been faithful over a few things, I'll make you ruler over many. Mm, the call. But secondly, he was peculiar. There's a peculiarity in Gideon's courage. Here's the problem. Verse 36, chapter 6. Come on, come on with me. And Gideon said unto God, If you will save Israel by my hand, as thou hast said. Now, now, now Gideon wants God to come on his terms. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and what Gideon talks about is a fleece. Now, uh, let, me, let me talk about to you fleece saints. You laying a sign out before God, you better be careful. God doesn't have to show you anything. Do I have a witness? I, I was saying this morning, those, those, those traffic lights typically are timed two minutes. And I got to a traffic light and I said, Lord, if you in this decision, let the light change. And the light never changed. And God said, no, them, time, <laughs> them lights are timed. I'm not stooping to that kind of existentialism where you need an experience. You need to see something and feel something. And you know how it was when you got married. You really prayed then. Lord, if this not the one, break it up. You ain't mean that. And the minute he broke it up, then you got mad at God. You ain't mean that. Can I get a witness? Thank you, dear. You're getting quiet on me. Boy, we really pray then. But when's the wedding? Tomorrow. Well, what are you doing? I'm praying all day. (laughs) 
two people stood up, stood up in front of the church and do you take this woman be off of her? He said, I'll try. <laughs> I said, they ain't in the vows, brother. Do I have a witness? But child of God, child of God, child of God, child of God. See, and, and we have never been taught, and I'm going to get out of this, how to look for the road signs. Just like you got to yield and the stop sign. When you pray, you got to look for the road signs. Can I get a witness? Uh, you got three jobs before you. You don't know which one to take, so you're praying. And, and, and you're saying, Lord, whatever your will is, open up the Here's the key. When, when, wherever God wants you to go, look for the open door. So, so all three doors might be open and you keep praying. And then two doors might be open, one closed, you keep praying. Then all three doors are open. You say, well, but, but, but they ain't paying nothing. Well, what did you pray? You didn't pray for pay. You prayed for his will. And what you can't discern is that once God is so deep, once you get in his will, the pay will come. Do I have a way? You got to get into the will of God. But we want to see something and we want to feel something. We want to lay a fleece. Told you, you know, who's into these astrology signs? You're my direct whatever. And somebody in your direct sign was going to hell and you was going with them. Are y'all getting this? We were talking about dreams this morning. I know some of y'all got dream books. You better burn that mess and get into the book of God. Well, what does dead fish mean? What does... I, I was working on a job and the guy said, listen, man. He said, listen, son, old guy. He said, this number comes out every year just before Christmas. Now, I ain't telling y'all the number. And I put all this money down every year before Christmas. Ain't nothing come out. I ain't fooling with that. And if you hit the lottery, don't bring it in here. We don't want it. After service, come to my study. And when you come in your kingdom, remember me. I ain't like Green. Green got up here and said he tore his up. But anyway, moving right along. Look at this. Check it out. The, the fleece was a sign... The fleece was a spiritual failure of faith. The fleece was a feature of one's feelings. The fleece is a problem that angered God. Lord, lay it out before me so I know. You know, I had, people talking about dreams. I had dreams where Godzilla was chasing me. I had dreams where a witch on a broom was chasing me. And I had some dreams that God wasn't even in. And I woke up and I tried to get him back again. I actually went back to sleep and said, please dream, please dream, come back, please dream, please dream. Dream was so good. I know I'm talking, boy, I'm, 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 I'm talking to the choir now. God spoke to me through this dream. Okay, you better go, you better go read the Old Testament. Because Samuel the prophet died. Saul went to the graveyard and said, Samuel, I need to talk to you. And God hooked this thing up. Samuel came back from the dead and said, why are you bothering me? I was resting. God has taken the kingdom out of your hand. Leave me alone.
So if one of your loved ones that died come back to you tonight and say something, uh, just go, you know, wake up, open your Bible, and ask Jesus what he'd say. Praise the name of Jesus. We, uh, you know, uh, I'm messing up now. Fleece! Let me tell you why he wanted a fleece. Because he had no courage. And we don't have courage. Our courage is in him. Noun unto him. Do I have a witness? Your, your, your boasting ought to be in Jesus. Your courage ought to be in Jesus. Your steadfastness ought to be in Jesus. It's never predicated on us. Do I have a witness? I'm coming in. I'm coming in. Look at verse 15. He said unto him, O oh, my Lord, wherewith shall I save Israel? Behold, look at the emphasis, my family is poor, and I'm the least in my father's house. And the Lord said unto him, Surely I will be with thee, and thou shalt smite the Midianites as one man. Now he already called him a mighty man of valor. Sometimes we got conflict in our call, conflict in our courage. There's some things that's going to shake your courage. Isn't that right? God allows your courage to be shaken because he, don't, he doesn't want it to be your courage. He wants it to be his courage. My trust is in the Lord and in the power of his might. Do I have a witness? How many of you in school took a test and you know you weren't prepared and you wrecked the place? Amen. We weren't prepared. And we, and we, and we, 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 we failed the test. Jesus. Oh, we could have studied and still failed. You say, well, I, I don't do good with tests. I'm nervous and I, I can't remember nothing. I'm all just, hey, amen, amen, amen. We've been there, been there, done that. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. God wants you to know nothing he asks you to do is based on you. It's trust, transfer, and transformation. He wants you to totally trust him. Amen. In the power of his might. I don't care what it, doctor's appointment, a job. I don't care what it is that's about your children. God wants us not to be in conflict in our courage. Not to be in conflict in our courage. It's, 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 here, it's, here, it's here in the test. And then the, the third peculiarity is uh, his calculation. Here we go, chapter 7, verse 1. Come on now. Now, uh, I took arithmetic in elementary school. I took math, algebra, trigonometry, calculus. I, uh, theorems of equations, uh, statistics, I hated, struggled. But there are times, metaphorically, that we had the wrong calculation. That we mess up. And by the way, while I'm at it, it has been proven, if you've been out of school for a while, stop using a calculator all the time. Learn to do long division multiplication with your hand because if you don't use it, you'll lose it. Do I have a witness? You know, when you when you're when you're when you're when you're uh, uh, subtracting fractions or whatnot, you got to find a common denominator. Uh, you, you know, we 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 get so used to that machine that God forbid if something happened to the machine, you can't do simple math. One and one is two. Do I have a witness? And and child of God, look at the math here. The math is this. 
Then Jerubbabel, who was Gideon, and all the people that were with him rose up early, chapter 7-1, pitched beside the well of Herod so that the host of the Midianites were on the north side uh, by the hill more in this valley. And the Lord said unto Gideon, now wait a minute, let's do the math. All right. There's 132,000 Midianites. They were Green Berets. They were trained killer fighters. There's 32,000 farmers belonging to Israel with pitchforks. Won't God let stuff look lopsided? Won't, 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 God, won't God let stuff look impossible? That's, that's what he naturally does. He wants it to look impossible because man's extremity is God's opportunity. He wants it to look impossible. When they was on that sea and the storm rose and here comes Jesus walking on top of the water at 4 o'clock in the morning and Peter looks out the boat and said, Lord, bid me to come. And the Lord, the Lord said, come on, boy. And Peter stepped out on the water and Peter started walking on the water and, and then a wave hit him and he took his eyes yes. off Jesus. Yes. And he started drowning and he said, Lord, save me. Yes. The minute we take our eyes off Jesus, we going under. Yes. Can I get a witness? If the Lord bid you to come, then go with courage and go with confidence and go as if he told you to go. Can I get a witness? You can't go as if, well, I'm a good swimmer and I, I know how to tread water. No, you in a storm. Look at the math. 132,000, 32,000. So God says in 7-3, you got too many. Huh? My Lord, look at verse 2. And the Lord said unto Gideon, the people that are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into your hands. Now, when you, when you do this whole story, here's what God is saying to him here. No, you got too many for me to get the glory. See, if I allow you to put up a good fight and the numbers are not right, you might just take credit for something. Do I have a witness? You, you, you might think it's you doing it. And see, and that's the problem with intellectual people. By the way, straight-A students don't always go to feathers. Your B.C. students go to feathers because they know they got to press. Can I get a witness? Straight-A students get lazy going through school. They think they got it all together, and they mess up on the other end. But a B.C. student, they know they got to keep pressing. They don't have all that intellectualism. I'm preaching to somebody up in there. Can I get a witness? And, and in life, they go further because they had to work for it. They had to labor. They had to study. When the straight A's didn't have to study. I do have a witness. Look, the math is not in his favor. And so he, he's got 22,000, and God says, no, no, you still got too many. It went down to 10,000, and God says, here's test number two. Let him lap some water like a dog. It went down to 300, and when it got down to 300, now wait a minute. Let's, get, let's put ourselves in Gideon's shoes. 132,000 Green Berets against 300 farmers. And God said, now. I can get the glory. You ain't getting this picture. I'm going to wait till all your resources run out. 
I'm gonna wait till your thinking lopsided. I'm, I'm gonna wait till your feelings are messed up. Uh, and then I'm gonna step in and show you that I'm the Lord of Seboeth, that I'm El Shaddai and I'm El Elyon and I'm Saint Canoe and, and can I get a witness? I'm gonna show you that I'm the Alpha and the Omega. I'm gonna let stuff in your life get so messed up mathematically that you gonna walk away and praise my name. It wasn't by might, nor was it by power, but it was by his spirit, saith the Lord, yeah. No, I'm not gonna get you off that bed of affliction because you got the flu. I'm gonna wait till the doctors are ready to give up. I'm gonna wait till they ready to pull out uh, the tube. I'm gonna I'm wait till they tell you we don't have nothing else we can do. Then Dr. Jesus is gonna step in because I want the glory. I want the glory in your marriage. I want the glory in your ministry. I want the glory in your mind. I'm not gonna cooperate with your mediocrity. I want you to give up. I want you to submit. I want you to subject. I want you to let go and let God. And I'm gonna show you what I'm gonna do. Can I get a witness? Why do you think every Sunday I keep mentioning the name of Jesus? Ain't nothing crazy about me because I know every time I mention his name, Jesus is in heaven saying, hush, hush, somebody's calling my name, hush. Can I get a witness? So uh, the math got right. Can I get a witness? And then God says, now boy, I'm gonna show you a peculiar conquering. Going down the hill, take your 300 men, split them up into three ways. Let one uh, uh, break the vases. Let the second group blow the trumpets. Let the third group bring up uh, fiery torches and watch the Midianites kill themselves. Can I get a witness? I dare you to trust God in the midst of your stuff. I dare you to forget about what you think your calling is. I dare you to stop holding on to your sense of courage. I dare you. I said I double dare you to stop in your midst of your conflict. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding, but in all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall. Won't he do it, saints? Won't he do it, saints? He shall direct our path. Say yeah, say yeah. We serve an awesome God. We serve a peculiar God. In God peculiar, he walked through 42 burdened generations, wrapped himself in flesh, came in a makeshift delivery room while cows and sheep stared at him. He burst into time, walked the earth 33 years. Can I get a witness? They led him to Golgotha. They put him up on a cross. They stretched him out. Can I get a witness? He died. Did he die? He died. He died. Till the sun stopped shining. He died. 
died. To the earth start reeling and rocking, he died. To a Roman centurion said, surely this was the son of God. But early, I said, And see that the Lord is good. A peculiar call, a peculiar courage, a peculiar conflict, a peculiar conquering. That's what makes him God. He sits back and lets everything fall apart. Then he walks in and puts everything back together again. Can I get a witness? but he wants to praise. Give me the praise for bringing your wayward children home. Give me the praise for healing your sick body. Give me the praise for snatching you out of hell with smoke still in your garments. Give me the praise. Say yeah, say yeah, yeah. Give him the praise. You've been so good. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, my soul. Peculiar. 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 Who knew in 66 in high school when I was acting the fool that I was going to be a preacher? Who knew seven years in the military when I did everything under the sun all around the world that I was going to be called to be a preacher? Who knew? I said, who knew? Who knew that God had something for me to do? And he said, if you're obedient and faithful, I'll teach you how to enjoy the land. Don't you want to enjoy the land? Uh, I'm not talking about entering the land. That's salvation. I'm talking about enjoying the land. That's satisfaction. You know how you enjoy the land? When you are faithful and you are obedient to the word of almighty God. Let's stay on our feet. Hallelujah. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed. If you're here today and you want to be saved, Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, God the Son, he died for all your sins, past, present, and future. He wants to save you this morning. As simple as ABC, admit, believe, and confess. For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. If you're here this morning, just raise your hand if you want to give your life to Christ. You, you, you want to be saved, just raise your hand. He said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Raise your hand. Come on, there's one. Raise your hand.